0: Good morning, folks. Uh, happy Friday! Welcome back. And uh, we are uh, we're here. We've got the uh, the whole crew this morning. We're uh, we're ha- and by the way, the show is called Drive Time Friday, of course, and uh, that's why we're uh, going to talk about what's been going on this week. Anyway, uh, this is Mark Hall here in uh, sunny. Well, no, it's cloudy today. We're supposed to get snow, Southern Colorado. We've got um, David Justice kind of in between, and at least for now, uh, Dr. Jeff price up on the northern part of the state, but all of us within about a 200-nautical-mile uh, circle at any rate. So let me, say, uh, let me say first good morning to Jeff. How are you doing, and welcome back. Good to have you.
1: Well, Mark, thanks. Uh, great to be here. Uh, we're supposed to get that snow, I guess, about the same time. You are looking kind of cloudy. Uh, anyway, uh, great to be here okay, Looking forward to it well and uh how do uh, howdy David how are you doing? I guess
0: you're gonna gonna tell us the weather's probably similar there actually, I think maybe David is muted or something yeah, he's got his mic muted there he
2: all right well I'll tell you yeah what. I had my mic muted I, there uh, you are it's always a pleasure to be on always a pleasure to be on the show with you let's uh let's just get right into it mark
0: Okay, well, uh, rather than me asking, I'll just mention something that I think is kind of uh, intriguing, um, sad, disgusting, but it's a great way to kick things off. Yesterday, of course, was December seventh, the anniversary of the day that I shall live in infamy, when there was a sneak attack on um, on America. Of course, it turns out that we now know in hindsight. That uh, several of the people, including the uh, the uh, regime in Washington at the time, FDR knew about it and probably pushed them into doing it. But today, uh, here, years later, we had another anniversary that was celebrated essentially by the biggest influx of illegal invaders in American history, and that's been saying a lot because they've been they've been pushing ten thousand or more per day across the southern border, the non-existent border, for a long time at this point, to the tune of. Um, at least tens of millions of at this at this point Anyway, on December 7th, there were 12,000 that entered illegally, and um, pictures online, huge numbers of them, Chinese-age men of fighting age, no surprise there. There is literally an invasion going on of military aged males, not just MS-13, not just Hamas, not just the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, various drug cartels, any country on the planet that wants to send troops in across the border, that the gates are open, come on in. Um, but I saw this too. This is probably a good part of the reason why there are so many, and that makes it really easy for the uh, the real military uh, special forces from other countries to, to slip in at the same time. Arizona Sheriff Mark Lamb in Pinal County uh, essentially has come out and uh, he released a video saying that he has good authority that the illegal border crossers are immediately being given, at least in Arizona, a $5,000 Visa gift card. Once they manage to uh, make their way with uh, CBP help across the border and get their goodies, they also get a free phone, of course, uh, the Obama phone, and they get their plane tickets or their bus tickets. Uh, It's a really good uh, gig, and it turns out they end up with a lot more rights and a lot less restrictions than actual Americans to boot. So no wonder. Uh, I heard uh, Dick Durbin, I believe it was... Uh, him or one of the other scumbags, uh, anyway, saying, hey, we need to put these people in the military. I guess that would be easy since they don't need as much training. They're already in the Chinese military. Why not sign them up and give them access to American military secrets while you're at it, Dick? Great idea. Uh, but that's where we are, guys. That's at least how I kick the show off. Uh, go ahead, David. Let's go to you this time.
2: Well, you know the the, the context of uh, Mr. Lamb's report says that the uh, plane tickets and the cell phones, along with the gift cards, are being paid for by the American taxpayer. The idea that the American taxpayer is paying for him is 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 wrong. America yeah. borrows money, and the United States government borrows money, and they they use the tax system to redistribute wealth. What's really going on is, like you said, this is an invasion. Uh, December 7th, uh, the attack on Pearl Harbor was an invasion. We've been living under an invasion in this country. Uh, Schmedley Butler back in the 1930s said that war is a racket. Everything we're witnessing is, is, is a culmination of the, the controllers and the manipulators of this planet. Have kept us in a constant state of war, so that they could redistribute wealth, so that a certain elite class could rule this planet. It's been that way for a long time. the The great thing is, is it's finally coming to a head where this kind of conversation no longer seems radical, because you know it wasn't that long ago, within the last decade, that this conversation was considered radical. But now the gloves are off. They feel that they've Cross the goal line. They don't care anymore, and they are invading America because their objective is to reduce America to a third world nation so that we're easily ruled by, from a place of ignorance. Go ahead, Mark.
0: Well, it's, that's, that's correct. And the ignorance is, is growing by the day, and so is the invasion. And uh, I, I think it's probably a fair statement that uh, uh, 99% of the invaders don't have a clue about what the uh, self-evident truths once were, or why the nation was at least one time, uh, the most prosperous on the planet because we understood where our rights come from and, uh, we have some concepts of freedom and liberty that are not probably shared by the Chinese communist troops that are invading, among others. Um, good morning, Jeff. Why don't you weigh in and, uh, comment and take us where you'd like to?
1: Sure. Mark, I concur. I believe it was Durbin that said that. And if, if they, if, <laughs> yeah, if we make, think. You know, We are going to take these Chinese men who we saw them lined up by the side of the road. We saw what, who then what they are. They're all military age males. If we expect that those people who've come from China through a real cushy railroad up through South America where they stay at this Jewish sponsored hotel, I mean, excuse me, a, a Chinese sponsored hotel, and then the next, uh, you know, uh, little motel over here, they are ferried from place to place, according to the Chinese paying for them to do that, and that once they get in the United States and put on an American, un- a United Nations uniform, once they get to the United States and put on a United Nations uniform, that they're going to go fight, for example, China decides to invade, and they're going to go fight. If someone who is saying thinks that they're going to fight for us, you're an idiot, Durbin. You jerk. Are you that? Are you really that stupid? No, no are he's, you not, really? he's on the take like the rest of them. Stupid to not know which side these Chinese are going to fight on. Come Unfortunately, on. it's the he same side he's
0: on, this, Jeff. That's What I mean? Pardon? I said it's the same side yep, he Lord. is on, because uh, a large percentage of the Senate and the House are are clearly on the take. We know that. Um, the, um, we know that the Biden regime is on the take. And, uh, you know, you look around, Jeff, and the corruption is so widespread – and the number of people that are speaking out and saying, oh, you know, we need to do this or that, well, they're all basically speaking in terms of the invasion. Uh, these are people that are
1: traitors to the United States all consistently. It's like David said, this is part of a long-term ongoing plan that's being implemented, but at the same time, uh, on the other, if they think, because here's the big push, if they think that we, the American people, are going to trade in our firearms, you know, our $1,000 gun for a $200 gift certificate at Costco or Walmart, they don't understand that we know that these people have been brought in here. If they ever had a hope of us giving up their guns, they traded that away with this, you know, war of immigration. We're never going to give them up now. Never. Never let's let's go ahead and comment on that i wasn't going to go to this
0: story right away but i guess now the time is uh, is here newsweek is among those that's saying what we've already been talking about you know what if you can't make them give up their guns voluntarily, of course, you can always send troops door to door. But that might cost some of the uh, the New World Order and other invaders their lives. So uh, what else can you do? Well, you can destroy the ability of the uh, people to purchase ammunition. The Biden-fuehrers is yeah. already trying to do that. They want to make sure that they uh, they put licensing in place and purchase restrictions and say, Oktung, you won't be able to buy ammo either. Here's a story from Newsweek. I just saw it this morning. Ammo prices set to rise radically. Vista Outdoor, parent company to many firearms businesses, and by the way, those that they can't control otherwise, they're buying up, told, told Newsweek they're going to substantially increase their ammo prices. What, you mean above the hundreds of percent of bite inflation we're already seeing? Due to, quote, an anticipated global shortage of gunpowder. Uh, tell me you're surprised. Uh, anyway, if people can't buy ammunition, what yep. they do is they convert their rifles into clubs uh, rather than plowshares.
1: Uh, go ahead, well, some of the friends, that, some of, some of the friends and stuff that I hear. I live in rural America. You know, I'm hearing that a lot of guys don't need more ammunition. I'm hearing things like, "I don't want to die with this much ammo." <laughs> well, that's so. I think people are. I think a lot of people are pretty well stocked up. You know, they're at least ready for the. I, I, so I don't think that there's a real shortage of ammo. Uh, and as I kind of, you know, uh, I'm not saying that I myself am purchasing any, but if I were to purchase any, it certainly seems like there's good availability in the marketplace. So okay. far, anyway. Well, uh, again, so, I yeah.
0: can remember when, uh, when so, I was... Uh, I can remember when when I was already out in the workforce and um, 22 rounds if you bought them in bulk and by the way they don't even allow them to be purchased in bulk anymore because if you go out and buy a 500 or a thousand round brick as it used to be called and uh, that was five bucks at one time maybe ten bucks uh, when it got to be a lot more expensive uh, guess what I haven't even priced one of those lately but I suspect they're up to ten cents a round or so for 22 plinking ammo and this is the problem if people can't practice or won't because they're worried about Running out. Uh, I, I agree. It's good that a lot of people have stocked up, the ones that have been paying attention, but uh, as for those that are just now beginning to wake up, it's going to be a lot more difficult, and that is precisely the plan. That's the point. Uh, David, go ahead. No doubt. The,
2: uh, let's, let's not lose focus on the most dangerous weapon that we have in our arsenal is the truth. The most dangerous weapon we have is exposure of them to what their agenda is. They want us to be armed. They want America in a bloody uh, uh civil war. They they they're provoking yeah, it. Yeah, so that's... so any, you know, any uh rhetoric about oh, well, you know, America's armed. Yeah, that's that really plays right into their hands. We, we really need to keep our focus on what is it that they are actually the most terrified of. And that's Americans coming into the realization that we are, this is going to sound esoteric, it's going to sound religious, that we're one with our Father, and that all power in heaven and earth has been given to our Lord and Savior. And in in that context, in that communication, and that relationship, has been given to us. When we come into the fullness of the realization of who we are, no weapon forged by man can prevail against us. That's the most terrifying truth to them, because we're willing to lay down our life. We're willing to tell the truth to expose them, and that that's what costs us, and that's why they, the gospel is so dangerous, and that ultimately why, is why American white men... Are the most dangerous because it's all about freedom and it's all about truth and it's all about, let's, let's say it like it is. Let's expose that the love of money is root of all evil. Let's expose that this agenda is really a global plantation with a global dictatorship on top and they want us fighting against each other so that we never identify the actual enemy of freedom and truth. Go ahead, Mark.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about some of the specifics then on the actual enemies and uh, the things that are um, are and should be coming out. Um, here's one that I'll just get out of the way because ultimately it's uh, it's almost disgusting at this point. House Republicans, it says, have released another, how many of these we're going to see, resolution to authorize, uh, to prepare, to plan, to maybe think about someday, talking about doing it. Impeachment over what? Criminality, Chinese communist bribes, um, high crimes and misdemeanors, Hunter Biden's business deals. A crucial vote next week. Uh, it turns out that there has been so much stuff come out now. How many hundreds of emails? How many false aliases do we need of um, uh, various names that the Biden fewer used in order to cover his tracks as the big guy and take his, take his slimy meal, um, uh, money and uh, backdoor deals through, uh, you name it, uh, Ukraine, communist China, Romania the guy is so dirty it stinks, and the House is just now saying they'll prepare to commence to thing about maybe an impeachment. Um, come on, uh, go go ahead, Jeff
1: no uh, again, mark I agree what you uh, your previous remark, David, was well stated. appreciate that uh Mark this thing uh i, I one of my things for today's news was that I feel somewhat relieved. About the Biden family, this is concerning your comment about, about the Biden corruption. And, you know, despite the fact that, uh, Joe's, uh, accosted, sexually assaulted his daughter, uh, that Hunter slept with every female in the family, borrowed money, all that, all the, but we finally learned that the real problem with all this is that Hunter Biden is just not a good taxpayer. Uh, he missed a few <laughs> reports or something like that and really all of a sudden, it's, it's, he, out of all the money he made, he didn't really pay his taxes correctly. So now that we know that Hunter is a bad taxpayer, we can put all this stuff behind us now and move on. It's just disgusting as you say, uh, oh, oh, you guys are going to start an investigation. To me, it's, again, a warning to us, we cannot rely on this government to correct the problems that it creates and perpetuates. It won't work, hasn't worked, gives no signs of it working in the future.
2: Yeah, that would be a, like the mo- looking to the mafia to clean up its act, right? <laughs> it's like Kissinger investigating 9-11.
1: <laughs> for example. Well, yeah, or the that House investigating January oh. 6th. Same old, oh so, yeah, <laughs> same old. So, we're well, no, right, SSDD. So, uh, it's, but, but I do think, and I know we, we share this amongst the three of us, it's changing. God is changing it. God is wiping out the evil from the face of mankind. We're seeing prophecy and, right before our very eyes. Uh, mentioned Jonathan Kahn, uh, did a real good report this week about the prophecies that were fulfilled with the Jubilees with these recent events. A really good, uh, little shout out to Jonathan there, uh, for that story he did this week. Okay, uh, that but, one uh, I hadn't seen yet, cool. but. So I agree, Mark, 100%. Uh, now that we know Hunter's a bad taxpayer, we can put this chapter to rest. <laughs> I guess that's all that really matters, okay? You can you can uh, trade in
0: sex slaves, and you can take bribes and do all kinds of stuff. But if you don't give your cut to the big guy, um, either directly oh, through the bribery right? or indirectly can, through you, what the IRS can, is
1: collecting, you're in you trouble. You have cocaine in the White House. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. can bring cocaine in the White House and all that. But, but still, if you don't pay your taxes, you see, that's when... <laughs> <laughs> That's when you get in trouble. Yeah, it's the only way, probably. Well, the, not,
2: not, nine indictments is nothing to sneeze at. I was actually shocked this morning when I learned that he'd been indicted and, you know, that that he is being investigated for more. And, and uh, you know, they're looking into impeachment. You know, I'm as much as a jaded sense that I have over whether things will get accomplished, I am still intrigued that they can't keep the lid on it. And so they're balancing this, this tightrope between doing something and not doing something, because they're in a catch-22. I, I, I do believe that we're engaged in what uh, General Flynn referred to as fifth-generational ra- warfare. It's all mental. And that's real consistent with Scripture when it talks about the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but spiritual for the tearing down of strongholds. So we are engaged. We are engaged in this day in a mental battle for control and for sovereignty and and truth. And so I think what we're witnessing is is not the beginnings, but it's finally coming to a head to where. Now average Joe six pack on the street can choose to engage or not, but at least now he's conscious of it, Mark. Okay. Well, let's let's talk
0: about a couple of the other things that um I think people need to be aware of. This last one is a continuing issue and uh, uh on the scale of you know as as folks are waking up to things, I think this is probably one of the most important to really not be uh, blindsided by. Uh there are stories this morning about the uh, the carbon passport and um how it's going to be a requirement just like the e-vaccine passport. In other words, because you breathe and you dare to exhale and there's carbon dioxide in that, you our carbon and we're going to have to control you. We may have to put you in one of those 15-minute uh, psychopath cities where you'll, uh, you know, you'll be lucky if you ever get a chance to uh, ride in a vehicle again or maybe uh, uh, not step in the feces on the streets. But, uh, of course, COP28 is meeting in the desert. And um, a lot of them got on their carbon-spewing jets and and flew out there. The hypocrisy is not even the real issue. I mean, that's the thing people focus on. But the thing I want to make sure we're aware of is that this is total, unmitigated bull, you know what, that carbon has anything to do with non-existent man-made global warming. It's, it's, it's bogus science, and that's putting it way too mildly, because people exhale carbon, plants need carbon, life in, on this planet depends on carbon dioxide, and the whole concept here is so idiotic that people have to be dumbed down just in order to be able to buy into it. And in fact, as I've mentioned this, um, it's, it's obvious to any real solar scientist, there is a, an 11-year sunspot cycle, there's a 206 or so year um, Longer cycle that the sun goes through. The last time that the uh, solar minima happened was, uh, guess what, just a little over 200 years ago. We're heading into the next one. The last one was called the Dalton minimum. Before that, it was the Maunder minimum. And in uh, the early 1800s, I believe it was 1813, the year without a summer was so cold that the Thames River never unfroze and that crops were uh, uh, literally unable to be grown, and there were huge worldwide famines. And this is what we're actually heading into. Meanwhile, you got these people thinking that you're idiots trying to tell you you have to be prepared for warming when, in fact, the issue is they're going to make you freeze to death. Oh, yeah, and just to prove it, they're cutting off natural gas, making things be electric and solar when the, the real issue is going to be whether the sun even shines because of volcanism that's associated with this. Up and down the line, there is so much here that is so idiotically unscientific it it stuns me jeff that people are still willing to put up with this and they just plain don't know go ahead
1: Uh, the same thing is 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 true of other things that people believe like about how bad carbon dioxide is Uh, it's it's just really insane i mean how can you think that we, we learned what the carbon dioxide is what, .04% of the total atmosphere, but it's supposed to be the, the manipulation point at which global change occurs. And as you say, if we look at history, we see that every time carbon dioxide in the atmosphere increased, the planet flourished. <clears throat> Well, and actually, Jeff, and so just, it
0: was it was probably the other way around. The reason that the carbon dioxide increased was because because the planet was flourishing, and because there were plants that were putting out more carbon dioxide. So the question is causality too, and uh, you know which is the cart and which is the horse. But ultimately, you're right. We have nothing to fear from warmer temperatures. Warmer temperatures result in well, the one thing they don't like. They result in people being more productive and maybe even having more people. And, and since the goal is to destroy and kill people, that's the real issue. So uh, Hitler will tell you, oh, people die from warming, that is bull. If you look at the histories of uh, major die-offs, it's always associated with uh, little ice ages and cold winters and uh, climate shifts that result in much
1: more cold and shorter growing seasons.
0: And by the way, it kills civilizations even.
1: Yeah, oh, this, this narrative of climate of climate change is again just another tool of control. Uh, it fits into what David said earlier about the the overall plan to take over everyone and everything. Uh, they're not going to leave any possible power play uh, at least untested for control uh, of the people. That's I mean, true. if you're going to if you're going to tax carbon. Then you should give the money to the humans who and those who, uh, who uh, vertebrates who breathe and attach the carbon to the oxygen, do the work of attaching that carbon to the waste product, if you will, of the plant the plant world, the vegetation world, spewing that terrible oxygen in <laughs> the right. atmosphere. We're, we're out. We'll be back at the bottom of the hour. Manipulation
0: today. <laughs> All right, welcome back, folks. Second segment of Drive Time Friday Show. And uh, as we went to break, uh, the uh, the discussion had to do with COP 28, which is a bunch of um, well, people gathered together to describe and discuss and figure out how to push more BS down the throats of the world that is about as anti-scientific as anything you can possibly imagine. And um, I guess one of the things that I always like to try to focus on, especially on shows like this one, for those that are out here saying, well, what can I do about the uh, the billionaires that are jetting around, spewing carbon while they tell me that I can't have an air conditioner? And uh, it's it's not the hypocrisy that I think we need to focus on. But there are two real issues. One is, um, as as David has been pointing out with respect to some other stories, this is kind of a teaching moment. We can certainly let people know. Uh, you know, it used to be they taught this in eighth grade earth science about the carbon dioxide cycle and how oxygen is produced by plants and so forth, as as Jeff pointed out. But no, now they're dumbed down and they're told you got to be an activist. And um, uh, you know, if you really want to be a good activist, I guess quit breathing. That'll that'll make a, your own contribution to solving the problem. Oops, wait a minute. When your corpse decomposes, there's still carbon. What are you going to do about that? Um, in any case, so yeah it 's the stupidity and, and the, um, the ability to warn people and, and inform people so that they wake up, but just as important because they intend to push this and people say well i, I can 't necessarily stop it. what you can do is is be aware of it and recognize that whether it 's uh, not buying an idiotic e v because that 's not going to be able to be charged, uh, spend your money elsewhere." Um, you know, yeah, you can, in fact, get yourself some off-grid kinds of things. I like the the concept of being as off-grid completely as possible, because when the power grid goes down, it's not going to do you any good to be in a city without power, but with lots of um, uh, carnivorous, um, you know, gang rape uh, uh, zombies running around. So um, the point is, what can you do now? And uh, certainly uh, buying solar panels and trying to get at least some ability to charge things offline is a, is a good preparedness item because the intent is to make sure that when, when the energy is completely shut off, they can starve as many people as possible. You also need to be able to stay warm. And then maybe that includes buying some nice pair of wool socks and long underwear and good winter coats and gloves for what's coming up. All right, uh, David, uh, uh, let me
2: go to you. Yeah. Thanks. I'd like to throw in on this, okay? I I have this policy all my adult life. If it doesn't make sense, it's nonsense. If it doesn't make sense, it's nonsense. What they need, they need our buy-in. They need our um, unmitigated cooperation. That's what they need. And so, what they what they have foisted on the planet is a is a narrative that is based in totalitarian lies, and the, the more lies they tell, the more totalitarian of, of a regime they have. And so their entire reality is based in a lie, and that's why the truth becomes the, the most significant weapon. Okay, well, Mark, you don't like this word, but let's redefine this word to mean to what it actually means. We repent. What does that actually mean? It means change the way you think. And I argue that it means stop buying in to a delusional narrative that is enslaving us. They don't want us to know that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Because when we realize we don't need them, we don't need their false economy, we don't need their fake elections, we don't need anything that's fake, because we live in a truth-based reality as juxtaposed to their fake-based reality, their, their, their tree of the knowledge of good and evil culmination in a global menagerie that is just acting. It's all about acting, it's all about manipulating, it's all about control, and it's all about buy it. They need our consent. All right, the hardest thing it was for me to break out of the Catholic religion Was the the fear that they had instilled in me that even questioning them I'd go to hell. Going to hell was the was was the big club they held over me, and so it took me years and decades to to uh, you know confront the fear and and start asking reasonable questions so that i could you know find navigate my way out of this delusional reality and i so what i want to encourage the listeners to do is hey you know what a lot of you are already here probably but those that aren't it's okay to think outside the box it's okay to use common sense it's okay to be reasonable and if something doesn't make sense it's nonsense. Go ahead, Martin. Well, okay,
0: and to, to kind of buttress your point, because I appreciate that, uh, one of the things that really, uh, and, and it irritates me every time I hear it, I'll hear somebody say, oh, you know, the science this or the science that, and um, ultimately what you have to realize is that these uh, these jets, uh, they, they're spewing all this carbon. Well, who cares? Because the real issue is, and here's the word that uh, they will try to slam down people's throats, just like you mentioned, uh, go to hell. Well, you have a carbon footprint. I'll say it this way, big effing deal. Carbon footprint, that's idiocy, okay? The carbon footprint, I, you know, have a big carbon footprint as you want. It doesn't make any difference. The whole thing, as you say correctly, uh, David, is a lie, Whenever somebody uses the term my carbon footprint, I honestly, I realize they're an idiot. Or they're just plain ignorant. Let's be kinder to them. They don't know what they're talking about, and they don't know why it's total stupidity. You're right. It's nonsense. So um, we need to move away from even terminology that implies that we're as stupid as the people that think um, we should be are. Go ahead, Jeff.
1: I just want to say exactly what you two are saying. I just want to frame it a little bit differently because what's happened to us because of this is that we're like the elephant in the circus. When we were a young elephant, it took <laughs> a strong chain around our leg to keep us in place. And then we got in a bigger chain. But the longer we've had that chain on our leg, we're so good at being captive, now it's just a small, thin rope holding us like an elephant in our role in the circus. And, David, you're right. How do we break out of that? How do you let the elephant know its strength? How do you let the elephant know, again, its majesty, so it holds its head up high again? How do we do that? How do we escape, if you will, the zoo that they've all put us in and the roles they've got us into playing? Well, just one word about further is that, Oxygen, by the way, is a far more dangerous chemical than carbon dioxide, and we know that. If you've got a cylinder of oxygen and a cylinder of carbon dioxide, well, you're going to blow up balloons with the carbon dioxide. You better handle that oxygen very carefully, or you're going to blow the place up. (laughs) So in terms of the safety of the two gases... Oxygen is far worse and a much greater percent of the environment uh, atmosphere the atmosphere than carbon dioxide so you not get that backwards. Well anyway it's, go ahead yeah, go, it's all go. just
0: upside down you know to your point, I, I think that's a great analogy with the elephant and you know if you ever see a problem and an elephant figures it out, usually it's one of two ways. Either the elephant gets really scared, in which case the fear reaction overrides the uh, the conditioning of that little rope, and they break it. And then eventually they look down and they go, "Hey, what happened to that rope?" So the fear will do it. Or so will anger. If the elephant gets really poed, it might just decide to break that rope anyway. And I think we're seeing both of those things happening today in America. People are realizing that they're afraid of what's coming across the southern border, and the fact that they, you know, their kids are not going to have a life. Matter of fact, they their kids probably won't even have kids. And then there's the anger as well. And for both of those reasons, that's why we started talking about uh, ammunition and gun control and some of the other things. It says Big Brother has to keep a lid on things, and they have to recognize that when you realize the rope isn't going to do it, they need to make sure that um, there are other ways. They have other ways of, of stopping you. Uh, anything else you want to add, David? I've got one more story here that I think is yeah. at least tangentially related I want to throw out.
2: Go ahead. Okay. It, it all comes down to thought control all right well, thought, thought thought is is the most valuable asset that we have and when we control our thinking mind yeshua said there's nothing that will be impossible for you America is founded on that powerful concept that we are one with our father the creator of all that is okay they need to control the collective consciousness, if you will, the, the massive thought. And right now, they're like sitting on this atomic bomb. And, and that, that's so much of an understatement, I can't even begin to express the collective thought right now is what they're attempting to control. And you know what? You can't control it. You can control it for a while as long as you keep the people in a delusion, as long as you keep them subjugated to a, fall, a narrative that has no basis in reality and they've done an amazing job because they've, they've they've taken hundreds of years to to create this narrative within which we live and it's the kingdom of hell on earth It's the antithesis of the kingdom of heaven on earth and and it's when we collectively beginning with individuals, and I believe this is what Romans refers to, the entire creation groans in the eager expectation that the sons of the Father would be revealed. Be revealed. When, when, we, when, we, when we come into the fullness of the realization of the deception, then we've got to ask, well, what's the truth? And, and, and there's the real question. What is the truth about our existence? What is the truth about the gospel? Because it's been so corrupted by the institutional churches. So we're, we're living in the crossroads of coming out of that delusion and coming into the reality. What an amazing time to be alive. Okay, well let me, let me throw out one more element because one of the things that I think when we
0: talk about this in order to make sure people can, can connect it is some of the tools that are used. And I saw another one this week. This, of course, because uh, my background, uh, besides engineering, is in, um, in aviation. I've been a pilot for decades. Uh, is this story. This came from the Daily Mail, and sometimes they will tell the truth. Other times they will tell a little bit of the truth, and they mix it with so much lie that it's nothing but smokescreen. And here's an example of that. People need to be aware of it. This is not untrue. But it is a diversion. So the headline says, pilots, these are aviation pilots, uh, commercial airline pilots, um, commercial carriers. They fear losing their jobs if they seek mental health help. Some, they feel pressure to lie about <laughs> mental health issues because they're afraid of being grounded. This was a uh, conference in Washington, D.C. that the NTSB heard involving mental health and pilots, flight attendants, industry experts, quote, it's an open secret current rules incentivize people to either lie about their medical history when it comes to their mental health or avoid seeking help in the first place. And the story had to do with this Alaskan Airlines guy uh, here a couple weeks back that got high on magic mushrooms and uh, tried to kill a whole bunch of people. And he didn't know what he was Doing And, and, oh, see, this is because pilots won't seek mental health. Well, here's the problem. In this entire story, I did the search, not once, not once is it even mentioned that there could be any kind of connection with, uh uh-oh, the word vaccine. Or that there are other things that pilots are afraid of and are willing to lie about, and that the FAA is willing to lie about, everybody that's been listening here or any of the shows I do knows, that's the Zyklon B injection, the poison poke. Because it turns out that if a pilot was to, let's say, be coerced into taking it, and the FAA actually cared about their own damned regulations, they would say, you're grounded, buddy. Because you can't take any new or experimental drug, period, and even if it's fully approved, then you can't take it for the first full year because there might be a longer-term risk that we don't know about. So every single pilot, and I mean every single commercial pilot that took the Zyklon B injection and is flying a plane is grounded – by the Federal Aviation Regulations, do not issue, do not fly unfit, medically uncertifiable to sit behind the controls of an airplane. That includes the Cessna. And, and here they are basically saying, oh, they fear that they might lose their jobs if they admit to having mental health issues. What? You mean like brain fog? You mean like dizziness? You mean like the side effects? You mean like myocarditis, heart attacks, strokes? Uh, this, this, in other words, yeah, I, it angers me, just like David against gets uh, uh, sometimes a little bit bent out of shape about some of this. But the problem is, even when they're telling the truth, it's uh, couched to cover up a lie. So focus on mental health, and uh, don't pay any attention to the fact that they're taking SSRIs and other things, too. Don't pay any attention to the fact that they should have been grounded if the FAA actually had any respect for their own regulations. Uh, go ahead, Jeff.
1: Mark, to make your point, uh they never reveal how many of the mass shooters, the people that just go right off the rails, they never mention that they're on the SSRI type drugs.
2: And also their brain chemistry.
1: That never comes up. But yet if you're going to keep a list of people to watch, it's the people who take those drugs. And not the ones who have guns. So again, that's even one step further that they've implemented this. It's absolutely correct. I, can I go back? I want to say something back about what David was saying about getting back into the powerful mindset of God. Here, I want to call on all the men in our culture to be men again. Guys, start holding the door. Start treating your woman like she's your queen. I want the guys start being men again. Screw them. I don't want to be a metrosexual what they want. Amen. Uh-uh. I'm a man. I'm, I want I want all of us to act that way again. You know, and if, if the woman gets upset because you held the door for her, don't act like she was offended, she, like she's thanking you. Let us express the righteousness of being a human being, living and, and being with God. And I, I call that the David Mindset. I think about David coming up against Goliath. I think, what's going through that kid's head as he goes up against this guy? He told us. I think about where he was mentally, and I I think of the courage that he summoned forth because he was sold out to God. And if we can get that free, as David, the courage that will flow from us and the righteousness that we will just shine forth, the power of God, we're not going to bend the knee. So we're already in Gideon's army. So that's all I wanted to say. I just want to take out that, that getting in that mindset, David, like you described, let's practice that. Let's be God's people again now. They're never going to change. Evil is going to stay evil. Let's not stay under their their lamp anymore willingly, guarding our speech. Let's speak forth the truth and let it be the truth. That's all that's all I wanted to say.
0: All right. Very good. Uh, oops, let me let me add let me add, let me throw out one more. This is a slightly um uh, it's the one I started to go to before and then uh uh thanks to uh, to David I got sidetracked to that story out of uh, the Daily Mail about uh, the smoke screen. But um here is a related piece that I think falls in the category of a warning. A lot of us probably would say, oh, yeah, this should be obvious, but maybe it's not. And, of course, we we all know that we live in a society where even if we recognize that Yeshua, his real name, wasn't born on Mithra's birthday at the uh, winter solstice, and uh, he wasn't even born in the uh, dead of winter at all and so forth, but still we live in a society that says, oh, well, you have to have Christmas gifts. Maybe we have the Jewish uh, Christmas, which is Hanukkah. Uh, Got lots of other things, so it's really important that even if we know better that we... uh, we still get into this uh, let's buy the kids some crap stuff because they expect it. Well, anyway, here is a story that I saw from uh, the Burning Platform. They do a lot of good work about a, a report that came from the U.S. PIRG, the Public Interest Research Group, called Trouble in Toyland. And it says, you know, a lot of people are going to be buying this stuff and giving it to their kids. They don't know what's going on in it. The riskiest features of smart toys. That more and more kids are getting uh, are those that can collect information, oh. especially without our knowledge, or used in a way that parents didn't agree to. It's not and it's not bad enough that the kid goes into Target and sees uh, you know little tranny toys and uh, tuck swimwear, but now they got uh, little dolls that say I'm a boy really. Check out my gonads. And um, then we have these that are basically uh, including microphones, cameras, fingerprint scanners, VR headsets, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and connect to an app. And so essentially they say the smart toys include stuffed animals that listen and talk, devices that learn the kids' habits, games with online accounts, smart speakers, watches uh, watches that track their position and let hackers know where your kid is and where they can go get them when you're not around, play kitchens, remote cars that uh, connect to apps or other technology, and it goes on and on. But the bottom line is uh, there are all kinds of risks, and, and one of them even says here, um, next thing is AI built into toys, although this isn't happening much much yet okay uh, go ahead david
2: well <clears throat> i want to i want to say that the, the most dangerous lie is the one that's told with 99% of the truth you know people in positions of trust we want to trust them it's difficult for those of us that love truth to believe that somebody would actually lie to us but folks it happens all the time especially inside of a collective We've got AI coming on board. It's called artificial intelligence. What we need, and thank you for, for bringing in opening doors for women, we need to be men that use our minds for actual intelligence, actual intelligence, as juxtaposed to artificial intelligence, which means we need to use our minds in a way they were intended to be used. Because the mind is what liberates. The mind is what enslaves. We buy in and into our own demise. We, or we liberate ourselves again. Mark, here's a word you hate. Repent. We use our minds the way our father intended them to be used. And it's not to give them over to somebody else to tell us what reality is, but it's to, is to live in a truth. And so I like what Jordan Peterson says. At least start telling the truth. So if we, Come to a place where we, we find ourselves in a situation where, oh, we might not want to tell the truth. You know what? That's the painful place that we've been subjugated to and we need to start living in and start telling the truth individually, one on one. And that is the, the, that's the reversal that needs to occur. Yeshua told the truth and they murdered him for it. Why should we think it will be any different for us? Go ahead, Mark. Okay. Well, let me I'll you, go brother. back
1: to
0: Jeff before we close, but. <laughs> I want to throw out one bit of good news that I just saw um, during the bottom of the hour break, basically. Uh, Owen Schweier from uh, InfoWars, you remember, uh, he was put in prison for the yes, crime of yes. speech crime yeah. and sentenced to prison. Anyway, uh, there's, there's a new video out. He has now been released as of uh, this morning, I guess it was, or maybe late yesterday. No, Friday morning. He was released after months of incarceration for alleged speech crimes. How dare he say words like 1776 and uh, imply that uh, the election was not the most fair and honest and that the Biden Fuhrer didn't exactly win by staying in his basement and getting all kinds of idiots to vote for him often and in many different places and then stuff ballot boxes. Oh, yeah, and it helps if you can control the uh, electronic connections to the voting machines, too. Anyway, so the good news is he's out uh, after the D.C. kangaroo court sentence. Uh, go ahead, Jeff.
1: Oh, oh, and Schroyer, I mean, this is again, it's forming the background that we've been talking about for the whole show. And the reason that they want to take our, take away our second amendment rights is because they are already taking away our first amendment rights with censorship and disinformation and trying to silence the truth. So it's really part of the big plan that David and Mark have been talking about it from the beginning of the show. And here we are um and we know it's all in god's hands oh uh, and we're ready willing and able to do whatever we can and so we're anxious for that i don't know what to say next I'll okay turn it back to you mark
0: oh well uh, david you you got anything you want to add you got about 40 seconds before the music comes up
2: <clears throat> okay well let's let's not forget scripture is very very specific god sends a powerful delusion so that those who refuse to love the truth will will buy into it. So this whole thing is designed by our Father, I don't know, to put us on our knees, to, to, to cause us to seek the truth with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. So this is an exercise in self-discipline, and it's not sent to us by Satan. It's sent to us by our Father above, who knows exactly what we need to bring us to exactly what it is he's called us to be, so, all things work together for good for those that are loved, those that love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. Mark, take us out.
0: Amen. Well, that'll have to be the last word because uh, we should be right at the bottom of our music. So, once again, uh, thanks, guys. And for the men out there, be men. And Shabbat Shalom. And as kind of a bonus today for the podcast, folks, I'm going to include a couple of minutes of the conversation we had right after the music rolled. There we go. Hey, thanks guys. You know, I just realized I had a story sitting here I intended to mention I didn't even do. Um, Barry Young, if you know that name, this was the guy in New Zealand that came out with the data. He was a database administrator. Yeah. And, uh, oh, they arrested saw that. Him. Yeah. How dare he tell people the truth? But you're right. No, no, the I next don't know that story. Tell, tell it to me. Oh, oh, Barry Young was, he's a, he's an Aussie. Actually, he's a New Zealander. And he was the single administrator for the database in New Zealand that was set up to track the COVID vaccination and medical histories and status. And basically he showed that people were dropping dead like flies. And um, of the people who took the poison poke, one in four to one in five of them died very shortly thereafter. I mean, these were incredible numbers. And, um, you know, people like Steve um, Kirsch who has done a lot of statistical data, was um, was on with him and Alex Jones this week. Um, the guy basically knew he was going to be arrested, and he went ahead and did it anyway. used the pseudonym Winston Smith for a while, and uh, he's out on bond at this point, or bail, whatever they call it down under, and um, he, is, uh, he is not cowed, and it's good to see somebody willing to stand up and, and suffer for um, telling people what they need to know before they die.
2: And that's, if we operate as a collective of people, there's n- nothing that they can do to stop this. So it's courage like that that becomes contagious. Was he the, this, this report you were given, was he the guy that was uh, finding which batch numbers of this vaccine, alleged vaccine, excuse me, of uh, this uh, shot were killing people, like, uh, which were the, the most he deadly? Yeah, he, that, he, he, that he
0: basically had all the details. He had the entire database. It was uh, uh, way over a terabyte and he uh, he got it out. And it's being analyzed now by people around the world. And that's what New Zealand really didn't want to have happen.
1: And neither does the, the deep state anywhere. It was, they, can't, they, can't, they can't go ahead. It, it was a perfectly sized Petri dish, New Zealand. Yep. What a beautiful setting for an experiment. And they did it, and he's got the data on it, and it's gone. He's like the feathers out of a pillow. That data's <laughs> been released. It was clear, wasn't it, Mark? Yeah, inarguable down to the batches and the oh the numbers of people who'd gotten the shots and it was large enough for good sample sizes but small enough to have been managed uh, accurately so Wow. Well, and one of the yeah. things
0: that Steve pointed out was, um, and he was involved in uh, making sure that, because one of the claims is, see, this is confidential data because it includes people's names. So the um, uh, Barry Young was, uh, was careful. They made sure they had their lawyers check it before he went on the uh, Australian, uh, the New Zealand, um, uh, basically their version of Tucker Carlson. It was a woman. And uh, they redacted the names. Yeah. And they made sure that the names could not be reconstructed from any other identifying information. Like New Zealand version of social security numbers or medical trace or whatever, so they showed that not only could the data be released and preserve people's privacy, but they could also inform as to what was killing them. And uh, you're right; it was a it was a real coup, and probably one of the biggest blows to the deep state uh, since the um, the Zyklon B came out. Anyway, so maybe what I'll do is incorporate this and put it at the end of the recording. Let people. Uh, uh, here at, on the podcast because I, I I'm sorry we didn't have a chance to put that in there. Time
2: yeah, is
1: important, on our Mark. Side. If you can, it'd be helpful. Yep, we'll do that. Time
2: is on our side. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. No. All right, yeah, guys. guys. A- have a great week, guys. Be blessed. Right. And
2: uh, I'm out of here. See ya. Okay. Look we'll forward
1: to it next week.
2: Yeah, we'll do it okay. again. Shalom. Bye for now, Mark.